And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. You wanna go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially during Toy Hio weekend. This is Wrestling Chairs, where we like to talk about things going on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for AIW's You Know What? I'm Not Leaving show this Friday at the Odeon. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Chairs is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Evolutions Fine Podcast, whether it be Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAmover.net. Like I said, this is a preview for AIW's, you know what? I'm not leaving. And with this being a preview episode, uh, I have a I have a guest, and I don't think I've officially announced it, but now I'm, for previews and reviews, we're gonna go down to just me and one other person, so they're not as long. Like reviews can get pretty long as is, but we should be able to knock out a preview within about an hour, and I feel like that's a lot easier for people to listen to. So uh, this time we got Rick. Summers, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, you know what? I'm feeling good. It's nice to be back. I'm kind of excited to be uh, healthy and uh, ready to go for a nice sold out show at the Odeon in the dead of winter. Yeah, it's supposed to snow more this week too. Yeah, it's supposed to snow every day, so I just don't even worry about it anymore, brother. I mean, as long as it's not a lot, I don't care. Like if it, if it's a little bit, like oh, we're gonna get an inch. I'm like, okay, that's not horrible. But I was like, oh no, we're gonna get a foot. Okay, now we got issues. I just assume every day we're going to get a dusting, and then like every third or fourth day we're going to get, you know, like six to ten inches because that's that seems to be just what at least this winter is. We've had a lot, man. You know what though? We've had a lot of easy winters lately, so we're just kind of paying our dues and and uh, you know putting Cleveland back on the map as the <laughs> as the snow capital, <laughs> snow capital of the Northeast. I always say that. February is the August of the winter. So like, we're like probably getting like the worst of it now, but that's actually a pretty good, pretty good comparison. I like that. Yeah. I think like, it just also goes by like, they're literally six months apart from each other. And then like August is like the hottest February. I mean, maybe not necessarily the coldest, but that's when like it gets, we get dumped on Like, granted the first storm happened, you know, Martin Luther King day, 
still we're close to it. It, it. it sucks. But the great thing is, is like once you get into September, things start to like cool down a little bit. So when we get into March, things will start to warm up a little bit. It won't be, you know, no snow weather guaranteed, but we'll have, we'll have some nice moments. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about this show. This is, you know, this is like a somewhat stack show. So many guests and three of them are in a non-wrestling capacity that we know of. So we got, obviously we got Cardona. We got my, Brian Myers, we got Dan Housen. We have Hornswoggle and can't forget Sex Ferguson. Sex Ferguson. You have to think before it's all said and done, you're going to see Dan. At least you're going to see Dan Housen and Swoggle in the ring. You know, I know Swoggle and everything with the back and he was, you know, semi-retired. But I don't think Dan Housen's going to come to town and not wrestle. I just don't think it's in him to not or get involved. Man, there could be some kind of crate. You know know what? And you can never, you know, never put it past the Duke hopping in there. And all of a sudden something turns into a six man or an eight man tag. Maybe Thorne decides he wants to wrestle again for another show. I think with Dan Housen, I don't know if he's cleared yet. He did just sign that contract with AEW, so that might be a thing. But I kind of think we might see him at least on camera. Danhausen doesn't necessarily need to wrestle to oh no to create there, a moment. There could be some there can there can be some teeth teeth, or as Frankie Flynn called it, beans. <laughs> yeah, I mean the production has a match. You know, maybe he gets involved there somehow. Yeah. The, the author comes back for one last, uh, one last encore. Get, uh, so we need to get, get Colby ready to come back. Oh my God. We're going to see headshot. Was that what that was? That's what it was, right? Headshot Colby red. Was it? Yeah, uh, I think that that's, yeah. I think that's what it was. He, Oh my gosh. He just wrestled Way this back. past weekend on a team but with you know, Ziggy I, and Derek. I did see that he was back around. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him since, well, I haven't seen him since the, you know, the early, early production days, but that, that, made, that, that, that is pretty cool that, you know, guys like that come back around, you know, if we could, all we need is Mike Tolar to pop back up and, <laughs> and we'll be in, or uh, was it Tolar crap? Now I'm starting to try to think of all those semi old, uh, Mount Carmel names. I, I kind of want Tolar for the gauntlet. Mm, I'll tell you why I miss it. Sean Schultz. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Sean Schultz. Yeah. Yeah. Last I heard, wasn't he like a referee? Uh, you know what? I don't know what he's doing. I know he had some kind of injury. Yeah. Uh, that's what it was. Some kind of injury, very sudden retirement. But I, 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 you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. You know, he was one of those guys that pretty much belonged in a, in a, belonged in a wrestling ring. So I would think he would probably be doing something in some capacity to stay there. Fucking Schultz and Manser. Yeah. Which really, wow. Because that. That changed over time because wasn't it originally Tolar and Schultz? Mance replaced Tolar. Jock replaced Schultz. Yeah. A bunch of eye poking gods. God, I miss Mance. Me too. All right, let's uh let's get into this card and uh let's talk about it. So we got uh the first match. Riley Rose versus Chase Oliver. You know, Riley Rose is trying to Get his footing in AIW, I believe. You know, just, he's had some wins, had some losses, but Chase is, 
I don't know if he's been 100% on a roll, but at least uh, since returning, I believe, a winning record. Yeah, Chase is um, he, he Chase is the one guy that, you know, the first couple times we saw him, we thought that this guy was going to be, you know, absolute, you know, just bullet train to the top. You know, he's been derailed by some injuries and, and some other stuff. And, it, I mean, he's probably in the best shape we've ever seen. And he's, you know, just huge now, muscle mass and everything. Oh, and that that's AEW superstar Chase Oliver. We forgot to, you know, we forgot to mention that. Um, man, I'm I'm not into Riley Rose. Um, I get it. I don't know if this guy is a, if he's, you know, if he's a face, if he's a heel, if he's a tweener. I just don't get it and I don't understand. You know, he, he's fine. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's a real good worker and everything. Um, I still think that Chase Oliver has something to be really, really special. You know, if he ever gets on a great role and stays healthy for a prolonged period of time, you know, high flyer, in addition to now, he's gotten to be a bit of a powerhouse too. You know, the guy, if you, you know, you see his, his photos online and him in person, he's turning into a big, big dude. Uh, I'd love to see Chase mow down somebody like Riley, make a real big statement. You know, you know, I'm here. He's the kind of guy I could see in an intense title, uh, you know, program with, um, you know, with, I, mean, I could see him working with Wes or even with Bishop, somebody like that eventually down the line. And I love Chase. What do you, what do you, yeah, I know you, you and I have seen him since the first match. You know, we've also seen him in, in some of the other promotions local to town. Um, what are your feelings on Mr. Oliver? I think AIW needs to change, uh, the graphic they use for him. Uh, his promo pick here for this yeah. uh, for this graphic because it's literally like rookie year Chase Oliver. Yeah, that's like the blonde hair bishop that you see pop up every once in a while. <laughs> the baby face bishop. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, looking at this picture and just like recently seeing some like candid photos from like early on uh, in his career with other people, and it's like, oh man, like Chase doesn't look like this anymore. No. So now seeing like this that promo pick, bad. it's like, oh shit. And this shit needs upgraded. Yeah. It's one of those. It looks like one of those late night infomercials for, for uh, you know, some kind of diet pill where it's like before and after. Like here's the before and now. Let's use the after picture. Yeah, but I love Chase. Um, every time like something would happen to him, I'd feel really upset for the dude. Yeah. But since his return, like he's been awesome. And even like the the return initially, because uh, I believe he returned at one of the two no cart shows hello cleveland or is this something you might be interested in? i believe it was those shows yeah it sounds about right because when his music hit it was like who is this and when he comes out it's like oh shit fuck yeah i could be wrong he might return another time too but i yeah, thought yeah. i thought it was that but yeah i feel like when he came back to he came back initially tentative um you know you know you could tell it wasn't the same guy and it definitely took him a little while to get back into that. Uh, you know, when he started the Daredevil, you know, you know, high flyer, you know, and that's how the, you know he ended up getting hurt was you know on over the top rope, off the top rope kind of stuff. And I feel like he's comfortable again. You know, he's got his legs underneath him. He's got everything, everything kind of, you know, he's grounded, but at the same time he knows his ability. So I definitely think he's pretty much ready to explode at this point. Um, and I'm just hoping they give him the opportunity. So who do you got in this one? Uh, you know what? As as you know, as much as Mr. Rose, um, 
is going to be in attendance, I definitely am going to pick uh, my man Chase Oliver. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree. I'm going to pick Chase Oliver, and uh, you hear that, Chase? No pressure. Yeah, yeah. We've, the the uh, the mush is in the building. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. The Bitcoin Boys versus Two Infinity and Beyond. My question is, who's the crowd going to be rooting for? Um, I I know who Pod Van Dam, uh, Ed will be rooting for yes and i also know who um young mr flaccity would be rooting for but after that the and this is where you you start to think in the mind of a john thorne so now we've got the bitcoin boys and we've got two infinity and beyond now does this have the makings of turning into something else you know a potential eight man tag if other, you know, where we have to team up, but you know, let's take that out of the. Uh, we'll take it, take it at face value. Um, I think the crowd gets behind Colin and Cheech here. I really do, just because of that Duke factor. Um, That's you know, Duke true. didn't win. Duke definitely didn't win any more fans um, defeating Levi for the Golden Boot. A lot of folks, you know, felt it was Levi's time to win a you know championship i'll use that in quotation marks because the, you know the boot is the boot but uh, you know babyface colin delaney still uh, yeah, the man is extremely cute and I, I i i think that's where the rooting side goes who are you gonna root for originally i was gonna say bitcoin boys but you mentioned the duke and i'm like oh yeah it's the duke man. fuck man it's hard to it's hard to root for anything with the duke behind it and the duke could come out with puppies and kittens and 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 get booed i, I just think he could uh, Damn you, Duke. I don't know. I I, th- I think back to the that Jaylet when we were all when he was with Mance and we were all like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. yeah this is awesome. And it was kind of like, are we cheering for the Duke? What's yeah, the we're, so, we're we're just so fickle is the problem. And then he turns on Mance and we go, up that there's the Duke that we that uh, Duke. know and hate. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm probably there's no chance I'm gonna I'm gonna get behind the Bitcoin boys. I, odds are pretty good. I'm gonna be with you know. I know if I'm near him that there's gonna be choice words that get yelled towards the Duke, and I, I don't want to be there. Uh, you know, and this could be a really, really if if the match stays the way that it's supposed to. You know, Colin working with uh, the young guys. You know, not taking anything away from Chief, but you know, <laughs> Colin and Colin and Mikey. You know, going at it for three to four, five minutes, that could be real fast paced. You know, Collins has a lot of contributions to the business and making uh, Mikey look really good for three, four, five minutes, uh, you know, might might be something that really would be a feather in the cap of Mikey, too. Man, both those guys, you know, it's nice to, and it's nice to have Mikey back from the, you know, I'm glad the injury came and went pretty quickly mm-hmm. um, for him. I guess when you're young, you know, you're made of rubber and that <laughs> quickly. But uh, it's nice to see those those guys together, and even Eric Taylor, you know, showed a lot when he was by himself, um, you know, with Mikey on his on his brief hiatus. I I have no idea which way this will go, and I don't even know who to pick in this one. Yeah, the, uh, to infinity and beyond is much as a lot of fans wouldn't want to admit it or say it, they are kind of the standard in the AEW tag division. They've been around the longest, uh, the most 
I think the most tag title reigns, at least Colin, I know Colin has, I think the most as an individual, but I, I think to infinity beyond as a whole is up there. Yeah. I would call them the most decorated as a tag team. Mm-hmm. You're right though. They're definitely the standard. They're probably, you know, if they're not, uh, you know, top one, two, three, you know, best tag teams in AIW history. Um, yeah, what well, at least in in semi recent history, you know, we don't need to go all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, but uh, you know, John Thorne wearing tag team gold. But um, you know, in recent, you know, and that's it. Seems like they're the tag team that gets drawn when somebody needs to have that big match. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's PME or or the the bulking boys or you know, and now Bitcoin. Um, yeah, I just wish I knew which which way to lean in this one. I'm going to go Bitcoin. You know, you go Bitcoin. I'm going to go with, um, I'll go to infinity and beyond. I just think that Colin, you know, being an ECW original and a veteran of too many years is going to be able to get one over on the young kids. You know, as long as the Duke does do something to, uh, completely ruin the spirit of fair competition, um, I think that, that Colin and to infinity and beyond will, will pull out the W. I wasn't even thinking of the fact that you do have the Duke there. I was going more on the lines of, I think this would be a really big win for the Bitcoin boys. And absolutely. If there's a team that has the resume to go for the tag titles, it's, it's Bitcoin. Yes. You're also, you're also assuming that this will be a fair, fair and balanced. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And then I got to remember to pick up some special milk for uh, Eric before the show. <laughs> yes, indeed. I don't know. Because uh, I've been saying this for months and I keep forgetting to do it. There's a, yep. a dairy place out in Worcester. But now I found you can get them in some more stores because I know my local Giant Eagle has them. But it's called Hart- uh, Hartzler. Milk yeah. is so good. I recall you. I recall you talking about this. Are you, was it? Did you talk about it on the show, or was it? And I might have been at a show. I've, I probably talked about it on the show because I was going to grab some for Eric at some Akron show, but I found out. Get him some of those. Yeah, I found out the one of the stores close to where I work that Heinen's, I think it's called, or yeah, yeah, they uh, which they don't have them down here. There's more Cleveland, but they mm-hmm. sell. Hartzler milk there and all over up here. Yeah. So I can, uh, if they still have them at the one by my work, I'm going to grab some before the show and then (laughs) head to the show. And I'm going to walk in with all these things of fucking milk milk and glass bottles on top of it. So milk, milk and glass bottles and, and Skittles C4. And it'll just, it's just going to be a party. Oh yeah. I got to remember to grab that for Ziggy. If I can find it. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. Casey Carrington and Ethan Wright versus Filthy Tom Lawler and Dominic Greeny. We got this, you know, feud that's been going on between Ethan Wright, Casey Carrington, also Brian Carson, and now uh, Dom's brought in some reinforcements. So this uh, yeah. this should be a fun one. Yeah, here's the direction I want to go with this: Dom and Dom and Tom uh, commit two murders. <laughs> That's kind of what I want to happen, but at the same time, it just seems way too straightforward. <laughs> That's what it would be: is just Dom choking the life out of a young Casey Carrington, 
while uh, Filthy Tom uses Ethan Wright's skull for you know for target practice. Um, I think we you know we you you and I have talked about it before. I know that I don't get Ethan Wright, but I know Ethan Wright is. I know he has a place, and you know I know he has a place in AIW. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan, but I you know I get it. You know this guy eventually I think will be intense champion if those belts ever get separated again. Um, you know this guy's got to have some some big wins, but I'm not exactly sure how. Um, Casey Carrington, uh, the fourth, uh, you know. A A I W A E W superstar Casey Carrington the first um, <laughs> is a little shit, you know, who's in that sneaky little shit vein, and that's pretty much what he's got going for him. You know, the little uh, the little attack at the um, that started this all with his mask and ring bell. I just think Dom really has been away for a while. He's just starting to get back into competition. You know, the last few months. I just think he really wants to commit a murder, you know, to, to quote Brock on this one. So I don't see this going any other way. I talk me out of it. Talk you out of what? Talk me, talk me out of that being the only result that I could possibly see happening. You, you, you got some other theory. Ah, uh, now you want to go with murder too. You <laughs> yeah, babe. Uh, it's one of those things that how, how does filthy Tom lose? <laughs> Doesn't lose. Could you, there's never a world where I could see Casey Carrington going up against Filthy Tom Lawler and like even standing with him. Like I feel like Lawler would would brush him off like he was a fly. And what if Casey Carrington makes Filthy Tom submit? Huge, huge. That's a career making victory. And that's another thing, you know, Casey and and uh, Mr. Wright, if they could pull off what I would consider an upset on uh, Philly Tom and, and Dominic. Huge, huge for them. Uh, you know, we expect Brian Carson. We never know what, you know, he could be ringside. He could be on commentary. He could be lurking in the shadows. Who knows what will happen with him. But, you know, taking it at face value and as a fair tag team match, I just don't see Dom and, and uh, Philly Tom lose. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's kind of hard to pick against Filthy. That's something that I think I've said for a while. Yeah, I don't want to, so I'm not going to. So you're picking Filthy Tom and Dom. Yeah, I gotta go Tom and Dom. That's uh, that seems like that, like that's the one gimme on the card. That, you know, everybody. If you're playing a, you know, you're playing a pool that everybody would have that one. That, you know, that's like the the first round of the NCAA tournament where you just ride in. You don't even look at the matchups. You just ride in the one seed to beat the sixteen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna also pick Team Filthy. Alright. Let's move on to the next one. Holy fuck, this is gonna be awesome. Kaplan versus Justice versus Smooth versus Broner. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking here for this. Uh what do you think? This one lead off the second half, or do you think this closes the first half? Uh fuck. And what's the over-under on crap that gets broken? Okay. Uh, normally, the four ways are what we come back from intermission with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think looking like, really looking at the whole card, like, that might be it. And wh- what a way to fucking, if true, like, start off the second half. Yeah. Yeah. 
you got Cap- Kaplan's been on one hell of a roll. Mm-hmm. So, you know, beating, you know, taking out Rhino clean, you know, it, it, summer of Kaplan went into now winter, if autumn of Kaplan, which is now into winter of Kaplan. Uh, everybody, you know, at Justice Point, everything champion, absolutely intense. PB, absolute champion. And then Isaiah Broner, who is just, um, you know, to steal a, to steal an old phrasing, but but the next big thing as far as AIW is concerned, I, you know, you and I were talking about it. You said you know, he's got a couple of big highlight, uh, you know, knockouts, if you will, so far. But we really want to see what this guy, you know, can do. And you know, can you think of three better, bigger, beefier guys for Broner to get in there and mix it up with? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I hope they reinforce the ring on this one, McMahon. You know, this is this is going to be a this could be a knockout drag drag out all out. And this is Broner's first match at the Odeon that he's been announced for. Yeah, be- because yeah, he was exactly. he was a replacement uh, for his Odeon debut. Yeah, but this is the the first uh, Odeon match that he's gonna he's announced for, and I think that's that's pretty fucking awesome and. Oh, it's gonna be fucking nuts! Yeah, and that's a place to be dropped right in. I mean, you know, anytime you dropped in with Justice and Kaplan and and PB, you know, we were talking about contenders to the absolute title. Um, I, I think before you know, before we started recording, would you say these four guys, the guy that wins this four way, do you think would have a decent claim at an absolute title shot? I mean, yeah. I mean, look at uh, two of the members of the match. They're former champions. Yeah, yeah. Kaplan, you either Kaplan or Broner w- wins. You know, basically that's a victory over two former absolute title holders. You know, and neither one of those guys is going to be a, a slouch in a one-on-one. Anyway, you know, Justice we know probably at any point in time would be worthy of a title match. PB Smooth, um, you know, since losing his title has you know, undergone a little bit of a, you know, transition in his personal, I, I don't want to say gimmick because that's not the word, but his, his approach to his, you know, to his, his, his wrestling, um, you know, moniker and ideal. Uh, and I feel like he's getting back on track, you know, even, even being with Jocelyn and, and, you know, we'll talk about her later, but she's, you know, seems like she's going straight to the top too. And then any one of these guys gets a win. And I, th- you know, I think you, I, they would have a really, really good claim at an absolute title shot, you know. And you know, we know who, you and I both know who's going to win the main event. We'll talk about that later, but we already, you know, we're both in agreement as to who's winning the main event. So I'm not 100 percent sure on that one, but <laughs> talk about that in due time, sir. Um, who you got on this one? I don't ever want to pick against Kaplan, so I'm not going to pick against Kaplan. I would love to see Isaiah Broner. Uh, get the win. Having said that, I'm going to go with Kaplan. And I'm not going to be someone that wants to go against Broner. You so, want to go with Broner? Yep, so I'm not going against Broner. Picking Broner. I, I like that. I like that pick. I really do. He's uh, one of my favorite you know, additions we've had recently in AIW. You know, he, he rem- and we only had him for a very short amount of time, but I'm as excited about him as I was um, as when Wardlow showed up. Yeah. Know? When all of a sudden Wardlow, this guy was, you know, moonsault or whatever you call it, flipping off the top rope and destroying people. Um, I feel this, I have that same kind of excitement about Broner. All right, let's move on to the next one. 
Up next, we got the production versus bulking season. Yeah, so we get to see Zig. So we get to see Ziggy mix it up with the men again. I like that. Mm-hmm. Not just any men, two big men. Yo, the manliest of men. Even the strongest man in the land. Uh, we got uh, Arthur McJoker and uh, Charlie Quinn. Charlie Quinn. The um, man, Derek and Ziggy have been on. The, we talked about Dan Danhausen at the beginning. I would love to see Danhausen, you know, do his encore as the author one more time. Come out with uh, Derek and Ziggy, even lending them a hand, uh, you know, to try to get a victory over the boys from bulking season. We love bulking season, but at the same time, you know, I just Derek has been the most consistent, probably performer for probably the last, let's say, post COVID show time. Um, I really would have liked to have seen him win the tournament uh, when you know West beat him in the finals. But I felt like overall his performance in that was the best of all of the participants. Um, I still feel like he's an eventual, uh, you know, championship guy. And since Ziggy has been around, she's kind of turned turned that attitude that was already a little off the wall, um, you know, with those production guys into more of like a kind of like um, a little more focused, kind of like a deadlier. You know, it's not a, it's no longer a Caesar Romero joker. It's not, you know, it's not a Heath Ledger joker, if that uh, makes sense to us old people who used to watch the Batman series. But, uh, um, I mean, w- talk to me for a minute, because I know you're a huge Ziggy fan, about since she's been around, like her, her maturity, the, um, you know, we saw her back in the day, you know, UXWA when she first came in, she was wrestling Vita Von Star and then she wrestled Beta Scott and then she made that jump over to AIW. Um, so clearly she impressed some people and then into the trial and everything. Um, you know, what's your take on Ziggy as a, as a performer? Well, first off, don't, don't forget, uh, Ariel Nicks and that, that Veda oh, yeah. Ziggy match. You know what I had? I, I had forgotten, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Nicks. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see her back in town sometime soon. So hopefully we can make that happen as well. Uh, side note, she's kind of like on my interview list of someone I, I want to interview. And then mm. I, 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 uh, searched podcasts she's been on and she's been on a lot. And I was like, fuck, that's a lot of homework, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, that's true too. But anyway, you know what? She's a, uh, she's a big, um, uh, Brian, God, why couldn't I think of uh, Brian Myers? I kept thinking Kurt Hawkins. I'm like, what the hell's what the hell's his name? Brian Myers, uh, you know, helped uh, help train her, and he yep. absolutely adores her. So you know, maybe there's another end you got there with uh, with some people in the in the know. But yeah, the the evolution of Ziggy, even going back to previously when she went by Jinx, like mm-hmm. it's such a night and day difference, and I love it. Like. She's got to show off more of her personality and she's really got to grow and flourish. And I love current day Ziggy. Yeah. I, I knew she was always been one of your favorites. So that's what I'm like, maybe you could put it into words a little, a little better than I can, uh, you know, for long days, for long days work and 18 to 20 hours being awake. <laughs> and I think like, I don't know if I've, I've mentioned this on here before, but there was at one point, like early in the production that at the time Jinx was kind of like, there was like a Twitter joke about her being added to the production as the makeup artist. 
Hmm, that's, that's interesting. I actually have never heard that before. Um, probably just, I, it was probably something I read and just quickly discarded. But um, yeah, because it, it wasn't anything ever official. It was just like sure, sure. them like talking about it on Twitter and the moment like she stepped out in Akron, it was like, oh shit, it, yeah. it happened. She's she kind of joined. It was like the uh, she was supposed to be the starlet kind of thing. Yeah. So I like I, I like the role and it definitely has evolved. You know, like I said, you got that you know that little bit of a harder edge. It seems like every time, you know, and the fact that that we've all you know seen the photos of Derek and you know how well he wears how where he how well he wears the blood in some of these uh, in Siggy too. You know, even Bill Alfonso doing the doing the Bill and Beulah thing from way back when I felt like that match delivered in every bit that it was supposed to as well. You know, we're, we're giving a lot of love to Ziggy. You know, boys, you, know, you still have the strongest man in all the land that she's going to have to try and take down. Oh, then what you also have Chuck Stone. Yes. From what I understand, the gentleman likes burgers and you know, he, he kind of, uh, does some murders and matches too. He's, uh, and I don't even know what you call it now. The the what is that kind of an inverted, you know, backbreaker murder murder device that he's been able to pull off quite a few times, which just looks every time he does it looks fantastic and painful. So we know it's going to happen to Ziggy once. Yeah, inverted murder. There's a lot of murders, potential murders in the show. Who do you got in this one? Uh, uh, Ziggy and Derek. Let's go with the production. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the production too. I don't like going against them. Yeah, neither do I. Let's move on to the next one. AIW tag team title match PME versus TME. Uh, we saw this in Akron and the main event won. Uh, do they do it again? Is the question. Do they do it again? Um, without giving away who I'm, who I'm thinking is going to win this match. I love PME as heels. Uh, I love them as Broski one and Broski two. I love them with Cardona. Uh, the main event, those guys, when they came out, um, you know, we, we have the old smaller, you know, we're, we're not the television company, so a little bit of a smaller ring. That is what a couple of men look like. Just, you know, big freaking athletes. You know, you can tell those guys are probably good at everything they do. You know, if it's wrestling or or basketball or croquet whatever those guys are probably top of the class or whatever they just look like you know natural athletes um i think this is going to be a great back and forth i think it's going to be a great match you know we've seen pretty much everybody here work with infinity and beyond and you know finally we get to see you know the titles on the line with pme coming out who knows now that they're in their heel personas if they're going to play by the rules, it's, you know, it's not necessarily good times and good vibes anymore. Um, you know, they might be bending those rules a little bit to try to hold on to those belts. And this is going to be a good one. What do you got? I would really like to see the main event pull it off, but, uh, you know, this isn't the normal PME that we saw for many years. And that's kind of like what you said of, you know, will they play by the rules? Yeah. They say, you know, PME, I feel like, during the time off um, that a lot of folks had, uh, you know, no shows for for COVID and, and this that and everything, I feel like they got better. They're one of the you know absolutely few people um, and teams, especially that got better during that time. You know, they still were constantly working on their craft. They were 
in the gym, doing whatever they could, wherever they could to try to get better as a team. You know, even Philly Collins looks for a big guy. He's incredibly athletic and light on his feet. Um, I love PME. I think it's going to be a bad night, uh, you know, for, for Brewski Nation. I'm going to call it main event, new AIW tag team champions. Okay. Uh, I know you want it. I know you want it to happen. You just don't want to pick against the boys. Well, it's it's one of those things of do I want it to happen or do I think it'll happen? Yep. Because a lot of matches, you know, in AIW where I've maybe wanted to go one way, but I knew it wasn't going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we do these, it's not necessarily who I want to win; it's who I think will win. Um, I feel like. PME hasn't been tag team champions for this reign long enough. So I think they're going to find a way to hold on by hook or by crook. Pretty much. All right, let's move on to the next one. Lufisto versus Jocelyn Navarro. As soon as I saw this graphic, I got excited. Number one, Lufisto's returning to AIW. Number two, Jocelyn gets another high profile match. This has the potential of being a real banger too because both of these women know how to hit hard yeah if you don't believe that you can just ask uh you see john thorne milling around ask him uh, how hard lufisto uh popped into the chops and chucked him down the equivalent of a flight of stairs <laughs> at the uh you know yeah jocelyn is i you know i know she's absolutely one of your favorites um jocelyn keeps get oh excuse me aew keeps getting these high profile matches and i think somebody somewhere is just waiting for her to mess up and to jocelyn's credit she is not she is excelling every time that she gets these matches you know whether it's um thunder rosa or you know one of the guys she worked uh chase oliver right uh last i remember correctly either last show or two shows ago my timeline is messed up but, uh, you know, she's working with capable, capable people, whether she's teaming with PB or by herself. And I feel like she's had the ability to to kind of make her break herself. And she has done way more positive um, to build herself up than, than, well, I, for one, I was never high on Jocelyn Navarro. Um, she came to AIW. She has absolutely proved me wrong. Um, you know, I, I, she's definitely earned her spot. Um I think she's going to hold her own with Lufisto. You know, these are, these are a couple of strong late. They just might, you know, this could be the equivalent of, you know, when we see, uh, you know, when we like, you know, see like Mance and Tom uh, Lawler go at it, you know, where they just beat the hell out of each other. It, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different style. Um, you know, Lufisto is a brawler. She can just beat the crap out of you. Yep. Uh, we, we'll have to see how Jocelyn reacts. You know, the first time that she absolutely just gets it's pounded in the just gets popped in the mouth by Lufisto. But man, I think she can have it's it's a Jocelyn Navarro soon to be wrestling cheer sponsored athlete. I like it. So uh, there's 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 that aspect of it. And I, I, we should have mentioned earlier, Bitcoin Boys, Smoking Jay's Barbecue sponsored athletes. So yeah, you guys, there's all all kinds of endorsements and contracts you guys you we need a lawyer to keep all this stuff straight with all these different uh, all these different deals that are going i just got to get the uh jocelyn navarro shit uh shirt printed 
I'm a fan. Kind of well. I'll be in line. I'll in line. Yeah, I gotta get a pre-order, and I gotta get it to the printers for a quote. I have uh, a. I, I have a good. I have a good printer to send it to. I just not at the time. I'll meet you in the parking lot. I'll buy one out of the trunk, Earl Hepner style. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I won't go against Jocelyn. Yeah, I won't either. I think. Uh, I think Lufisto's in uh, to give her a good run, um, but I think ultimately it's Jocelyn who's going to get the W. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much pretty much where I'm at. Yeah, but it'll also be good to see Lufisto back in AIW because I don't think we've seen her since that match with John Thorne. And that's no, and been I know she's, how long ago? Oh, for not her. Carmel. I know she's she's really been lobbying to try to get uh, uh, to get noticed. Uh, you know, she's been around for quite some time, and I know she would love to catch on with one of the uh, the big big two or three companies, however you want to call it. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next one. Brian Myers versus Joshua Bishop. This is going to be a fun match. This. This has to be the match before the main event, right? I would think that this one needs to be semi-main event or, oh. you know, almost a, a double main event kind of situation. Yeah, it either has to go on right before the main event or this is how we end the first half. Oh, yeah, that's a good possibility, too. Um, man, either way, it's going to be, I mean, that's it's big, big fight feel. You know, this is the first time we've seen Bishop in a match in a long time, a singles match where he hasn't had uh, been defending a title, basically. Yeah. You know, this is just kind of um, I guess the term grudge match is is not really what we wanted. But, you know, Josh wanted this match and Brian Myers was asking, you know, has been asking pretty much anybody that'll, well, not even asking, saying, you know, demanding that this was, you know, this was the match we wanted. He wanted to wrestle Bishop. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. And Brian Myers like puts on some great matches. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, the, it's that night and day from, you know, when you used to, and a lot of the people, you know, know Kurt Hawkins, hey, you know, even earlier you know, on the podcast, I couldn't think of Brian Myers. All I could think was, you know, the name Kurt Hawkins. And those aren't the same people, you know, Kurt Hawkins was a, you know, was a character on the television who, who did his thing and made other people look good and, and yada, yada. You know, Brian Myers is this guy who is still all about, you know, enhancing guys that need to be enhancing, but not at his own, um, uh, detriment, I guess. Um, you know, this guy's one tough son of a gun. You know, he's one of the best, the best workers there is on the independent circuit. He's, him and Josh are going to put on one hell of a show. Yeah. And, you know, I think they're going to go back and forth. I think it's going to be, there's going to be some big moves. You know, this one, you know, this, we could, you know, see 20, 20 minutes of back and forth before somebody gets the upper hand and, and gets the victory. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a, a real interesting match with Bishop and Myers. Yeah. Cause I don't know how comparable they are style wise, but this is definitely going to be one of those moments we look back at. Kind of like when there was the face-off between Bishop and Cardona that like really helped build Bishop's stock, and I think we're going to get it with this match too. Yeah, I think so too. I think it was great. Having said that, I I like Brian Myers. I think I don't think there's any way that uh, Josh Bishop doesn't find a way to overpower him and get the win. 
Uh, this is this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I could see Myers winning. I really could, and I could see Bishop winning. For this scenario, I'm gonna say Bishop, but I might. There might be a scenario in mind that I have where Brian wins. Okay. Yeah. See, now we're all over this because I have Bishop winning because I have a specific way that I think it's gonna go. So yeah, I like that we have some fan theories going. All right. Let's uh, move on to the main event. Absolute and intense title match: Matt Cardona versus Wes Barkley. Yes, it is, isn't it? Who, who's gonna be uh? Who's gonna be the most hated? I, I, we were talking about it, and I think the way that I put it, fifty percent of that place hates Cardona. Maybe, maybe more. Fifty percent of that place hates Barkley. It's going to be on to who of those people together. You have to draw one of those Venn diagram with the. Uh, the pie chart overlaps. How many people hate both of them to the point where that place is going to be a powder keg ready to explode? I, I, I will go on record. I love Zack Ryder. I've always loved that character, uh, even when it was goofy and dumb and he was looking like an idiot. He was never on TV and he was getting his butt kicked. Loved it. As soon as Cardona came on the indies and did the dumb shit in GCW, which by the way is fantastic. Don't let the Fact that I said dumb shit, fool you, it's fantastic. And then started to work on things as a heel. Um, and then everybody crapped on it. Because, oh, blah, 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 blah. That guy was the number one, it, probably the last year has been the number one indie attraction that there is. I'm glad that he's here. I'm glad that he's, that he won the belts. So he stuck around for as long as he's stuck around. The only thing would be better is if Chelsea was here with him because I'm sure a lot of us would like to get that photo op. Um, so that's fantastic. When Wes Barkley came out the first time, and his family and everybody spilled beer on me and my kid, and I hated his guts from the moment that he started. We've seen him now for how many years has it been? You're better at the timeline than I have. And what has it been, two years, three years, nine years? How long has Barkley been a pro? Um... This is where we need Caden. It'd be like three years, nine nine months, and seventeen days. Well, for however long it's been, I feel like that guy started out as as nothing in my eyes, and has progressed to one of the most consistent performers that we have. Um, you know, between get these guy, guy paying his dues. There's, I mean, name a match where this guy hasn't, you know, taken some huge moves or gotten the crap kicked out of him by Eddie Kingston. You know, thrown and slammed over over guardrails, tables, and chairs, and everything. Um, I am to the point where I have done a complete 180, and I am now a huge West Berkeley guy. I will be. Yeah, I, I told you, I'm going to crack myself two beers, and I'm going to go stand right in the middle of, of the Berkeley uh, Brigade when this match goes on. Looked it up. It is four years this May. Oh Jesus Christ! We're getting old, man. We're getting old. It's, it seems longer than that, but then again, it doesn't. Everything seems like forever, you know. But, yeah, I, th- I think if possible, if this is like a big moment for Wes and he wins the titles, it would be huge. If Wes Barkley were to win to pin Cardona and take both the absolute and intense championships, I think it would be the one of the biggest moments in the history of the company. Um, 
you know, I'm sure after I say that, somebody, you know, will come up with five other things that are, that are, you know, they think are equally as big. But you want to talk about a name right now. And even people, the guy, you know, just a jobber from whatever. You know, he's the biggest name on the independent, you know, don't level with yourself, you know, get over your, I don't like this guy, whatever. He's the biggest name on the independent circuit right now. He really is. Wes gets a W over this guy, takes back the absolute and intense titles, you know, back to Rip City. It's going to be gigantic. The roof will come off of that place, both positive and negative at the same time. Um, electricity in the air, Monsoon. Monsoon will be there too, bro. <laughs> he will be. I've talked to him. Um, I'm just thinking here. This is Cardona's first time back at the Odeon since major announcement. Yep, that is. He has wrestled two other places for AIW. So, huh. So I was going to think of like what, what his record was at, uh, at the OD and it's 0 and 1. Yeah, 0 and 1 because they lost the big tag. But that was the, you know, the beginning of it all. So he had, he had a plan. Even back then, he had a plan. So who do you got? Oh, I love you, Broski. I, I do. And you think everyone can hate me for the fact that of my love of Broski. I think Wes Barkley gets the job done. I think he wins the absolute and intense titles from Matt Cardona. I think I will take both of those beers that I just purchased because I'm standing in the middle of Barkley Brigade. I will shake them some bitches up and I will spray down all of my family in the Barkley Brigade where I have been adopted into uh, in my West shirt and we will party all night long. Now, West wins those belts. Bishop beats Myers. I we were talking earlier about who's the number one contender to the belt. Uh, you know, whether it's the four way, I think Joshua Bishop, if he gets that win, I think he's the number one contender. Then we have a very, very tenuous situation. When Wes when Josh Bishop was champion, Wes Barkley was more than happy to be play second fiddle to accompany him. I don't see Josh Bishop playing second fiddle to champion Barkley. I think what we have is the Rip City shooters explode a la Mega Powers at WrestleMania V. And, uh, you know, in this case, Wes Barkley is the Macho Man. And, uh, you know, we all know the Bishop is the man who drops the leg. So I already know who you're going to pick. So we can just wrap this episode up. We'll uh, put you down for Wes and <laughs> let's take it to the credits. Well, I'm going to say this between. Wes and Cardona and Bishop and Myers. If Myers wins, Wes is winning and vice versa. If Bishop wins, Cardona's winning. So you're thinking the Rip City shooters are going one and one on the night. Yes. It's an interesting theory. I like the theory. Because if we go with that idea that Wes wins. Okay. And the whole it's thing of idea, but thoughts, but go ahead. And the whole thing of Bishop uh, attacking Wes, you add to the fact that he lost that night. No, you know that's absolutely true. I just you know, unless it's frustration, I I think Bishop is a smart man, and I think if he loses to Myers, he's going to know that you know he's not the guy that's in line for that title shot. But yeah, you never know. You, you know we're. Well, you could be, I could be using, you know, rationality to deal with the irrational. So, you know, there's a lot of angles to this, and I like it. But that being said, Cardona and Myers could both win. Yeah, 100% true. 
and we'll see you in a, you know, see you next month. I'm, I'm going to pick Cardona. I'm okay with it. I love the broski. I think if, uh, I think my Cardona picks might be, uh, Owen three. I'm, I'm one to know. I picked Cardona to win the title and he did. And now it's, oh, let's drop up West. Oh, how great is it going to be for all the people who just hated and booed and wanted to throw things when Matt Cardona won that title down there in Akron to watch Wes Barkley get dropped up when Dana White walks into the ring to wrap that title around. Oh, that's the wrong sport. But, uh, you know, maybe John Thorne will come out and put the, uh, put the title around Wes Barkley's waist. Are those same people who, you know, booed Matt Cardona going to boo Wes Barkley? Or is he going to get, would he get de facto cheers? You know, is this a presidential election? Are we talking about the lesser of two evils kind of thing? You know, where we vote for one guy over the other? Because, eh, you know, maybe he's not as bad as the other guy. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, you know, I like the fact that there's so many different, that you and I can have two totally different views on it, that either one could be 100% correct, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fun thing why, why we do these episodes. That's wonderful. All right. That's, uh, that's the show. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? No, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, I want everybody to stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. We'll get through the winter together. Uh, you know, keep, uh, keep supporting AIW, keep supporting the, uh, podcast wrestling cheers. Um, summers puts out one of the best week to week podcasts that there is, uh, definitely uh, like subscribe and, uh, you know, enable those downloads. So that sucker gets thrown right to your uh, mobile streaming device every week. Uh, other than that, I'm on the Twitter machine. I'm UXWA Rick. Uh, I don't do a whole lot nowadays except post um, pictures of Simon Diamond until Thorne eventually books him. Before I get into my plugs uh, and uh, wrapping the show up, quick, quick, big plug for Toy Hio, because, of course, you got the AW show on Friday, but then on Saturday... You got Toy Hio. We got Doc Gallows, Brian Myers, uh, Dan Housen, and uh, I think yeah, Swaggle was added too. Yeah, because of the flyer that I pulled up for some reason doesn't have him. I think I have an older one, but anyway, all all those people who are were at AIW are also going to be at Toy Hio. But adding to it, you got Scarlet Bordeaux, Powerhouse Hobbs, and All Ego Ethan Page, uh, General Mission. For the show, I do believe it, uh, Early Bird you can get for $10. It runs from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Metroplex Expo Center in Girard, Ohio. You can get tickets at Time Capsule Toys as well as Eventbrite. Uh, Early Bird you can get in at uh, actually 10 a.m. So support... Ohio, just as much as you support AIW, AIW will probably be there, or at least, you know, Thorn and Dom selling stuff. So check out all of this if you want already. And of course, Smoke and Chase Barbecue, you can get at the show too. And I think you can, I think it'll be there on Friday as well. Uh, so, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.com. 
www.thepodcastnetwork.net. Like I said earlier in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, restandcheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Nounce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, Add Outs with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mics, This Ends at Prom and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Hiya Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and be sure to use the 10% off code when you order of Cheers so you can save yourself a little money. Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And we'll talk, pal. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day, in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, Good night. the world, Good night. We love you, we'll see you next week